Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I want to get back to something that's really impacted so many people, both in the cheerleading community, the cheer community, and uh, there at uh, Butler High School, and that was the loss of Madeline Trout, just 17 years old, killed Monday night in uh, the car crash at, uh, on uh, Dixie Highway. Uh, a man is in custody uh, and accused of a lot of things here. Michael DeWitt, uh, tell us about what happened there and, and where we where things are now with this case. Well, first of all, Tony, obviously this is a very, very, very tragic uh, situation that happened on a Monday evening where a 17-year-old girl was uh, tragically killed by an individual who was in a stolen car and uh, obviously was under some type of influence and impaired uh, doing this and stealing vehicles and stealing other items from another part of, of our state and came in down Dixie Highway and destroyed the lives of many people, including the deceased. And certainly our prayers go out to the family of Madeline Trout um, during this time. And you mentioned Butler High School. Both of my sons graduated from there. And um, anytime anything happens in that community, uh, uh, certainly we're touched personally by it as well. And so um, it's just a tragic situation that happened. He is in custody. And we hope that the wheels of justice turn uh, for the family involved. Yeah, it's a very, very sad uh, situation. Um is there an uptick of people that are either drunk and or on drugs uh, right now since we've had COVID-19? Uh, have, has LMPD experienced pulling people over more that have these kinds of issues or that have led to maybe uh, other violent encounters? You know, I don't know if this is as a result of COVID, Tony, but we've had this problem in our community for many years of people uh, getting behind the wheel of a car that are impaired by some some nature, uh, whether it be by intravenous drugs or alcohol, whatever it may be. Uh, after being a D.A.R.E. officer for many years in this very inception, you know, and trying to teach young people the pearls of getting involved in that, you know, a lot of people always were saying, did it work or did it not? I know we're not doing anything like that now, and what we're seeing is uh, people still with all the commercials, infomercials, all the information that's available, and people still choose to make these type of decisions, not valuing human life, not even their own, uh, when they choose to take on these uh, uh, these responsibilities, getting behind the wheel like that. <laughs> and then sometimes we end up with situations where it ends up like it did on Monday evening. And what we see a lot of is uh, people in the street not crossing in crosswalks and not in very well-lit areas uh, getting struck and getting killed. We still right. see that. So it just really is incumbent on all of us to just kind of watch, take personal responsibility for what we're doing, and maybe we'll see a downtick in this. But until then, uh, we will have tragic events like what we experienced this week. Why is the D.A.R.E. program gone? I even remember my boys being impacted by that. It made a big impression on them. I thought it was a terrific program. It was. And, uh, of course, you know, uh, someone put on my door outside my office, had a picture of me uh, teaching a class in 1990, and I was 
29 years old and I'll be 60. So, you know, it was a long time ago that that happened. But, you know, there's other things that can be done. But that was an impactful thing. And like I said, I don't know if it kept kids off drugs. What I do know is uh, there were stronger relationships with the police department just as a result of officers being there and humanizing the badge. And that's really essentially what we're going back to now is just that we're not robots. We're human people. We have children. We have grandchildren. We're brothers. We're sisters. We're sons. We're daughters. And um, uh, I think anytime we can uh, foster good relationships, uh, not only with young people, with older people, if you get them young and they grow and they mature, uh, certainly you'll have those bonds forever. And, and that's the day I'm looking for. And it may not be through there. It may be through something else. But I just hope that uh, we get to a point again uh, where we're not uh, bickering back and forth, but working uh, toward a goal. And there's a time for protest, and then there's a time for productivity. And I'm on that side of the ledge of being on productivity of what we can do to make the city of Louisville one of the best in the country.